meat and drink, our respect of a holy day or of the new moon or of the Sabbath days, which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. Let no man beguile you of your reward in a voluntary humility and worshiping of angels, intruding into those things which he hath not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind, and not holding the head from which all the body by joints and bands having nourishment, ministered and knit together, increaseth with the increase of God. And by the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to, just for a couple of minutes, I want to take from verse 19, and I want to minister on this thought, holding on to the head, holding on to the head. Right, you can be seated tonight in the house of the Lord. Find out that it's the devil's job to confuse people, to mix them up, and to rob them of what great things God is trying to produce and establish in their life. You'll find out that any way the enemy can trip people up, he will. Anything that he can use or anybody that he can use to cause me to give up on church, cause me to give up on prayer, cause me to give up on the word of God, he will definitely use them if they are a willing vessel. You know, you have to, in order for the devil to use you, you have to be a willing vessel. You have to be in agreement with what he is saying and what he is trying to establish and what he is trying to accomplish. And that is tear apart and run down and sow all manner of doubt and discord in the hearts of individuals. It is the devil's job to get us to begin to, to, to try to get us to doubt what God is doing and possibly not believe that it is good. How many know that God is good? Amen. First off, how many know that what God is trying to do in our lives is good for us, even though it doesn't always feel good to us? Come to find out, I think we, we cleared that up, amen. Everything that doesn't feel good and doesn't taste good doesn't mean that it's not good for me. I promise you, if you are stricken in the bed, amen, and you're sick as a dog, and you're tired of being sick, amen, and you will do whatever it takes to feel better. You don't care what the doctor's prescribing. You don't care how bad it tastes. You don't care what that shot feels like. If it's going to cause me to get up out of this bed of affliction, bring it on. And so I have to have that same attitude, amen, when it comes to my salvation. 
I have to say I have that same attitude because heaven is at stake tonight. Amen. And I got to make up in my mind. I can't allow no devil, amen, to rob me of heaven. I can't allow him to rob me of my reward, amen, that awaits me if I, listen, if I would repent of my sins and if I would go down in the name of Jesus and if I would receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, amen. Listen, let me go ahead and attach on that, amen. Continue to receive the Holy Ghost, amen. The Bible talks about renewing our mind that we would not conform to this world. Can I tell you something? My only hopes of not conforming to this world is making sure I have a renewed mind. Without my mind being renewed, I'm going to go back to what I used to be. Amen. I'm going to go back to thinking how I used to think. Amen. Those clothes that God took off of me, if I ain't being renewed, I'm going to want to put that junk back on. Amen. That, that listen, that fool's gold, that's what I call it. Amen. I call it fool's gold. Amen. That junk that God stripped off of me. If I don't have a renewed mind, amen, I'm going to want to put that garbage back on. How many are glad God brought you out of Egypt? Amen. How many got a made up mind? I'm staying out of Egypt. Amen. I have no desires of going back. You'll find out that there are those that the devil will use to try to pull you back into what God has delivered you from. But I have a made up mind. God has delivered me and I'm going to stay delivered. And I'm going to recognize what has caused me, amen, to come out. How many believe that Jesus is great, amen, and that there is nobody like him, amen, How many got a made up mind that I'm going to get my hands on Jesus? I'm going to get my hands around him and that I have a made up mind. There ain't nobody that's going to cause me to let go of Jesus. Amen. There ain't no co-worker. There ain't no friend. There ain't no family member. Amen. There ain't no amount of money. Can I tell you that Judas sold Jesus out for 30 pieces of silver. Amen. How many got a made up mind? I will not allow the devil to make a fool out of me. Amen. I recognize what I got a hold of tonight and it's the greatest thing that anybody could ever come in contact with. Is there anybody in love with Jesus tonight? Is there anybody that got a made up mind? You can take this whole wide world. Amen. Just give me Jesus and I know with me and Jesus Everything is going to be all right. It's going to work out for my good because he's not going to let me down. He's not going to fail me. He's not going to turn his back on me. You can be seated. And so, as you read in these epistles, you'll find out that there was something common taking place in all of the churches. That was that there were those that were trying to cause them, amen, to go back to what God brought them out of. God brought them out of the law, amen. We talked a little bit about it Sunday morning. God brought them out of that. He started and established something new, amen. But you will find out that there in every church there were those that were creeping in, those that had refused 
to obey the gospel, amen, and that somehow they were trying to convince them that there was another way, amen, that they should continue to follow the law, amen, and continue to do the things of the law. And they were trying to judge them, amen, based off of what the law was saying, amen. Can I tell you tonight, I'm so thankful for this New Testament covenant, amen. I'm thankful for the blood of Jesus that washes us white as snow. Can I tell you, I can't get tired of talking about that, amen. I can't get tired of hearing about that. I was a lost soul, amen. And nobody has to tell me I was lost. I know exactly how lost I was, amen. I know what had a hold of me. I know what had me bound, amen. But thanks be to Jesus, amen. The day that he poured me out and the night that he filled me with the Holy Ghost tears of running down my face, I tell you, that was the greatest night of my life, amen. The day that God destroyed the strongholds and the chains off of my mind. I can't forget, amen, where he brought me from, amen. On a Tuesday night, amen, I remember where I was, amen, but I remember what it felt like when I lifted up my hands and I lifted up my voice and God filled me with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Can I tell you, I'm excited about that, amen. In 2019, amen, I'm still excited about Jesus, amen. On a Tuesday night, after working a long, hard day, amen, I still came into the house of the Lord excited, amen, filled with joy, filled with enthusiasm because I'm excited about Jesus and what he has done. You can be seated tonight. So Paul here is giving them a bit of advice. He said, let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of a holy day of the new moon or the Sabbath days. He said, which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. Let me talk about that a little bit because you'll find out that throughout that Old Testament, the law, there were things that were nothing more than a shadow, amen? And you will find out that they had different dietary laws. They had things that they could eat, things that they couldn't eat. You'll find out that there were days that they observed. There were festivals that they kept. You'll find out that there were sacrifices that they had to make. And the Bible tells us very clearly that those things was only directing and pointing us to a better day that was coming. Amen. I'm telling you, a better day is here, amen. I'm telling you, I'm so glad that we don't have to, amen, offer up bulls and goats, amen. I'm so glad tonight, amen, 
that it's not about what I eat. How many know that what you eat, amen, though we got to be careful these days what we eat, amen, how many know that it really doesn't matter concerning your salvation, amen, but you will find out that there are those that were trying to judge them, amen, and tell them that you can't eat this and that you got to observe this. And Paul was saying, don't let them judge you, amen, according to these things. Those things was nothing more than a shadow. But he said that the reality of it, amen, the substance of it all, amen, is found in Jesus Christ. Can I tell you tonight that it's still all about Jesus, amen, that so many people are blind, so many people are hung up on all of the wrong things, amen, as they think if I eat this, I'm going to be right. That makes me righteous. I got news for you. Meat have never made a man righteous, amen. What makes me righteous, amen, is whether my sins have been washed in the blood of the Lamb. But can I tell you, I remember the day, amen, that I went down in the name of Jesus, amen. And that name was called all over, over my life, amen. And that was the day, amen, that everything that I ever did wrong, everything that ever said wrong, got washed away as far as the east is the west. Let me remind us tonight, lest the devil trick us, lest the devil beguile us, it's still about Jesus, amen. There ain't no other way, amen. It's still about him tonight. If I'm going to be saved, I got to go through Jesus. If I'm going to be delivered, I got to go through Jesus. If I want joy and peace, amen. Amen. It don't matter how much money I ever come across. It'll never make me happy. It'll never satisfy me. But let me tell you about Jesus that is able to satisfy our soul. He's able to deliver. He's able to set us free. And they had come in and they tried to judge them according to these things. They tried to judge them according to the Sabbath, that they ought to keep the Sabbath. When you recognize what the Sabbath was and what it was for, you understand that I don't have to wait until one day of the week, amen, but that I can enter into rest each and every day and how many times of the day I want to. When you recognize that the Sabbath was for rest, it was for physical rest, amen? And I've often said that you can rest or try to rest physically, amen? But you will never really experience true rest. You'll say that I'm going to take some days off, amen? I'm tired of work and I'm going to take some days off. I'm going to go on a vacation I'm going to prop my feet up, and I ain't going to do nothing but sip lemonade and I see. I hope that's all we're sipping on, amen? Let me just put it out there, amen? We still believe in holiness, amen? We still believe in righteousness, amen? I know we're on vacation, but we don't take no break off from Jesus, amen? We live for Jesus around the clock, 24 hours, amen, 365 days of the year. And so we can say we're going to take some time off. But you'll find out that somewhere 
and you trying to take some time off and relax. You're still thinking about what needs to be done. We got to get this done when we get back. You're thinking about what awaits me, the workload that awaits me when I get back to work. My goodness, I done missed a week of work. I can only imagine the work that is waiting me. Or if you're like me, oftentimes you're thinking, you know what? We really couldn't afford, can't afford this break. We really shouldn't have took this time out. We really can't afford it. But I understand we got to take a break, amen? But I'm just saying, you're thinking on these things. Your mind is constantly going on what needs to take place. So it doesn't matter what kind of break you take physically. What kind of time you take off, this is still going. It's still going and you're still worried. You can be, you can be at, uh, you can be somewhere that you're supposed to be relaxing and you're just as stressed out and bent out of shape because physical rest is not true rest. Amen. But let me tell you about what the, what The Sabbath was pointing to, amen. It was pointing to true rest, amen, that will come one day, amen. And you'll find out that the prophet Isaiah, he spoke of it, amen. He said, for with stammering lips in another tongue would he speak to this people, amen. He said, and it would be the rest that will cause the weary to rest, amen. You'll find out as you go on, you'll find in the book of Matthew, Jesus is standing and he's speaking to the crowd. And he says, come unto me, all ye that labor and that are heavy laden. He said, and I, listen, understand where the rest comes from, amen. He said, I will give you rest, amen. And he said, it will be rest for your soul. Can I tell you, I need rest for my soul. Amen. I need the kind of rest that's going to cause those doubts to cease. Amen. I need the kind of rest that's going to cause me to be able to realize that God's got it all under control and that I'm in the hand of someone that no devil, amen, can pluck me out of. Can I tell your friend, my only hope in experiencing true rest is in the Holy Ghost. Amen. And can I tell you, I don't have the weight to come to the house of the Lord to receive the Holy Ghost. Amen. But I can have a made up mind when things are getting out of control throughout the day. Amen. I can enter into my secret place. I can enter into my closet and I can begin to call on the name of Jesus like never before. And there is a power that I will experience Anybody realize that the Holy Ghost is what we need? The Holy Ghost is what we need. But they were trying to get them to continue to observe that physical Sabbath. And all that physical Sabbath did was it was a shadow of things to come. Everything, those sacrifices, the blood that flowed from those animals, It was all a shadow of the blood of that lamb, amen? The perfect lamb, amen? The lamb that is above every other lamb. See, you'll find out, listen, 
Abel's lamb, amen, it atoned for his sins, amen. You'll find out that Moses and, and the children of Israel, amen, their lambs, it atoned, amen, for a nation, amen. But can I tell you something? This lamb, amen, his blood would not just atone for one man, and it wouldn't just atone for one nation, amen, but it would atone for the entire world, amen, mankind as a whole. Can I tell you tonight that Jesus is who my eyes need to be on tonight, amen? Jesus is who my mind need to be on tonight. I'm not tired of talking about him, amen, and I hope we're not tired of hearing about him, amen, but because without him, we are miserable, amen. Without him, we are lost souls, amen. I got to continue to keep him where he belongs, amen. And he belongs first in my life. He belongs at the head of this thing, amen. Can I tell you, I can't put him at the bottom. I can't put him at the side. I got to put him where he belongs, and that's at the head. Because he's the head of this. He is. Not Martin Luther. Not John Wesley. But Jesus is at the head of this. You'll find out that they begin to try to talk. Paul began to talk to them about not allowing anyone to beguile you. He used that same word, amen, that it came down to when it, when Paul was describing what took place to Eve, he used the same word that how the enemy beguiled her. He tricked her, amen. He deceived her and causing her to believe what he was selling, amen. Can I tell you the devil is only selling lies tonight, amen. He's not telling the truth, amen. He is selling lies, amen. Have you ever, have you ever had people come knocking on your door and they're trying to sell you some junk and you know they just lying? You know what they selling? It ain't, it don't work. It's garbage. You ain't even got to try it out. Come on, let me come in your house. Let me spray this carpet, spray your carpet. Let me show you how it works. I don't need for you to show me how it works, amen. You just trying to get me caught up into something, amen, that ain't going to do me no good. That's what the devil does, amen. He tries to get people all tied up in something that is only going to cause them to lose out when it's all said and done. Can I tell you, I refuse to allow the devil to trick me, amen. I refuse, I'm on to your tricks by now, amen. I know that voice, amen. And that ain't the voice of the lamb, that's the voice of a dragon, amen. That's the voice of a serpent, amen. That ain't the voice of my shepherd, amen. Cause I, my shepherd says, uh, my sheep, they know my voice, amen. And they will not go to another. I know that ain't Jesus that's telling me to get involved in that. I know that ain't Jesus that's telling me to hook up with that person knowing that they don't love God, knowing that they don't go to church, knowing that they don't have the Holy Ghost. Jesus ain't telling me to be a part of that. I know the voice of my shepherd. And if I'm listening to that voice, the chances are maybe I'm not a sheep. Because the sheep, they know the voice of their shepherd. They won't go to another. They won't listen. And they have started giving in to this stuff. 
He said, don't let them beguile you of your reward. In a voluntary humility and worshiping of angels, intruding into those things which he hath not seen, vainly puffed up with his fleshly mind. They were trying to act like they were humble, amen. They weren't humble, amen. It all had to do about them, amen. And they wanted these people, they wanted to be looked upon as something great and something wonderful. They wanted to make it seem like they had done seen something and that, that God had done told them something that he didn't tell nobody else, amen. And they are worshiping angels, amen. They have convinced them to worship angels. How many know we don't worship angels, amen? Can I tell you that's a slap in the face of the almighty God, amen? There is only one that we ought to worship, amen? Do we know who it is that we worship? God help us that we're not worshiping angels. You know why I don't worship angels? Because angels couldn't save me, amen? Angels couldn't come and take my place. But let me tell you about one that came off of his throne, amen? And he said, you know what? I got to do something, amen? So he prepared a body for himself, amen? And he dwelled in that body, amen? And that body, amen, went to a cross on my behalf, amen? And it was beaten, amen? And it was spit upon and it was bruised amen and his blood flowed amen to atone for my sins I refuse to worship anything else other than the one that is worthy to be glorified and worthy to be magnified can I tell us that we have to have a made up mind that we're going to worship the Lord no matter what day of the week it is no matter who's around no matter who comes to church and who don't come to church. I ain't here for nobody else other than Jesus. I'm here to worship him, amen. I'm here to praise him. I'm here to give him the glory that he deserves. And they had done become puffed up, lifted up. He said they was puffed up in in their fleshly mind. He said, not holding the head from which all the body by joints and bands having nourishment, ministered and knit together, increaseth with increase of God. There is one that holds this all together. He is the head, amen. He is the head. You remove him and it falls apart. You remove him and it loses its power. It doesn't have the kind of effect that it's supposed to have on people. I must remember that it's not about me, amen? I must remember that Jesus is the head of this thing. As we're going to see that he is the head of the church, amen? It is about him. And I must understand that there's no, listen, there ain't no church bosses around here, amen. Jesus is the boss, amen. Jesus, listen, ain't no church bosses around here, amen. He's the boss, amen. 
He tells us what to do and we do it. Amen. He tells us where to go and we go. Amen. He leads and we follow. Amen. Can I tell you tonight? I got to keep that mindset and understand that I'm just a little blimp on the map. Amen. But it's all about the King of Kings. It's all about the Lord of Lords. Yes, it's still about Jesus tonight on a Tuesday night. Amen. It is still about him. There are places that call themselves churches. They call themselves churches. But I'm going to tell you something. They have removed the most important part that makes, because the truth is they're just gathering to a building. That's all it is. Ain't nothing more than a social gathering. Amen. Listen. I love, I like fried chicken, amen. I like it, amen, but my, 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 my body don't like it. It, it. These days, it's, it don't do me well, amen. But I like it, amen. But can I tell you something? Fried chicken ain't never saved nobody, amen. I'm glad that you got nice hats that you wear to churches, amen. But that ain't never saved nobody, amen. Can I tell you, your big choir ain't never saved nobody, amen. But can I tell you that Jesus has saved us. He is still saving. He is still delivering. He's still transforming lives for the good. Can I tell you, we got to keep him where he belongs, amen. And he belongs at the head of this thing. Man, you take Jesus out of baptism and all you did was get wet, honey, because your sins still remain. But I don't know about anybody else. I want my sins to be gone for good. I want them to be washed as far as the east is from the west. So I got to keep them where it belongs. Let's, let's move over to chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. Let's begin at verse 16. Colossians chapter 1 verse 16. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. See, that's what we must understand. Those all things, we are included in that. Amen. So all things was created by him and for him. I wasn't created for myself, amen. I was created for him, amen. I wasn't created to please myself and do whatever is pleasing to me. I was created to please him. We was created for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning. The firstborn from the dead. He's the first one to get up. Amen. He is the first one to do it. That in all things he might have the preeminence. Can I tell you something? Jesus is the head of this thing. Amen. I got to take, listen, I take my orders from Jesus. Amen. And if he says said, we got to say it. Amen. 
Can I tell you, when he called those prophets, he let them know, you got to say it the way I said it. Amen. He said, don't you be afraid of their faces. He said, or I, if you are afraid to say what I say, I will cause you to be confounded before them. Can I tell you, friend, I got to have a made up mind. God has commissioned us, amen, to proclaim his word, amen. And I can't be the one to say, Lord, well, I don't know how they're going to take it. I don't know how they're going to accept it. So I'm going to tweak it a little bit. Can I tell you? I tweak it if I want to, and I'm going to find myself on the wrong end of this thing. How many know we want to be on the right end of this thing? Amen. He's the boss. Amen. I take the orders. Amen. And so if he says proclaim it, I got to stand flat footed and lift up my voice, and I got to cry louder and have a made up mind. I will not spare at all. Amen. Jesus said to say it. He said to proclaim it. He said to preach it. He's the head of this. He is the head. And when we remove him out of the equation, we lose. We lose. You'll find out that there are, as I said, there are churches that the devil is overcoming. He's overcoming people. You read or you hear in the news about all the things that are, the obscene things that are, that are happening with so-called leaders that are supposed to, you would think that people think that they are examples of, of God and, and what the church looks like and what the church is supposed to be. But uh, you know what the problem is and why all of these things, and they've been happening for years. But you know what the problem is? The problem is, is that they twist the word, amen? They have removed the one, Amen. And they have disregarded his word. Amen. They have removed the fact that you have to be born again or you have to be baptized and go down in the name of Jesus. They have thrown aside the Holy Ghost and say, listen, you don't need that. That was just for them back then. I promise you, if they had the Holy Ghost, they wouldn't do some of the things that they were doing. Amen. Because the Holy Ghost helps you. Amen. To keep control over yourself. Amen. The Holy Ghost helps you to understand that ain't the way to think. Amen. The Holy Ghost will help you to understand that that's not how to go about things. And you'll find out that when people see this, amen, they think, well, see, they, 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 they begin to say, well, all churches are like this. Amen. And I tell you, it's the devil's plan. Amen. He wants people to lose faith in church. Amen. He wants people to lose faith in in the preach word of God. He wants people to lose faith, amen, in prayer, amen. But I come to let the devil know tonight in all of his goons know, amen, that my faith is still in the word of God, amen. My faith is still in the church. I believe the church is the greatest thing. Listen, I said the real church, amen, the church that Jesus started, amen, the church that Jesus said upon this rock, amen, I build my church in the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. How many know that he is the rock? Amen. He is the stone that was hewed out of the mountain. He is the rock. Amen. That the builders rejected. Amen. 
Amen. Well, you can reject them all day long, but I welcome him in my home. Amen. I welcome him in my life. I welcome him in my church. We gotta have a, be a church that has the doors open for Jesus that says, whatever you wanna do, come on in, Lord. You're welcome here, Lord. You're welcome to speak in my life. You're welcome to rearrange some things that need to be rearranged. Let us remain standing tonight. Got to hold on to the head. Got to hold on. He is the head of this thing. Without him, You know, you talk about headship, amen, and you'll find out that God has an order, amen. He has to be at the head of our lives. He has to be at the head of our families because if he's not, everything else will not flow the way that it's supposed to. It will be out of order. It will be out of line. And without him being the head, I'm going to lose big. We will lose. Our family will lose. If I am like those that says, you know what? I'm going to allow everything else to take the precedence over Jesus. I'll get to Jesus when I can. I'll read that Bible when I can. I'll go to church when I can. I'm I'm sure that we know tonight, amen, that going to church is not an option, amen. That we don't get to church when we can, amen. But whenever the doors are open, amen, we are have to have a made up mind that we're going to be there because we understand it's important. It is valuable. It is me showing God, amen, that you're still number one in my life. It is showing him that you are still a priority to me. It is showing him that I am still striving to put you where you belong each and every day. And that is first. We live in a crazy world. A world that is full of violence. And I'm going to tell you something tonight. People are taking lives like there's no tomorrow. I told you, this world hates Jesus. And it doesn't matter how people talk about how they're going to make things more secure. You're finding out that people are still shooting up schools. They're still shooting up college campuses. And the truth is, the reason why our world is such a mess, it is because the fact that they have rejected the Almighty God a long time ago. You know, whenever this world wants to get rid of or circumvent the Word of God, they their number one way of doing it is they vote things in or they pass the law or something. As if that's going to change God's Word. Amen? Listen, is if that's going to change the consequences that will come from circumventing God's word. How many know there are consequences? There are consequences 
from circumventing and straying away from God's word. And our world is reaping those consequences. People are losing their lives because of a world that voted him out of the schools. I promise you our children would be in a whole lot better condition, amen, if they had the word of God there, amen. I promise you that. They would have better values. Listen, their minds would be better, amen, if the word of God, amen, were in the schools. But we have a world that has removed him from his proper place. And when tragedy strikes, everybody wants to call on God then. Where was God? How could God let something like this happen? God didn't cause it to happen. We did. Because we think the farther we get away from him, the better off we are. If I could just get away from that church, my life would be a whole lot better. I can just get away from God's word. If I can just get out of sight, eh, out of dodge for a little bit. Not knowing that there is a wolf waiting. There is a dragon. There is a lion that is waiting. There is a serpent that is waiting. The old wise man said it like this. You move a hedge, there is a serpent waiting to bite you. I'm telling you, there is a devil that is just waiting to get his hands on a child of God and tear them apart. I got to keep him where he belongs, amen? He's the head of this thing. And I got to keep him at the head of my life. I got to let God know each and every day that I love you. That I, listen, I care about what you want for me. I care about it. I care about it more than I care about what I think I want. What I think I need. I care more about what you have for me. And what you would want for me to do. Let us come around the altar tonight just for a couple of minutes. Don't want to go too long. Let's just come and let's ask the Lord to help us to hold on to him. To hold on to his word. To hold on to his promises. Help us, Lord, to cherish, Lord, every moment in your house. Help us, Lord, to cherish every moment that we have, Lord. Every day, dear God, that you bless us with, dear God, that we, Lord Jesus, in return, dear God, that we will communicate with you. Lord, that we will spend time with you. Dear God, that we will not become negligent, oh Lord. Dear God, of spending time with you, Lord. Oh, Jesus, we need you, dear God. And this hour, Lord, that is filled of violence, dear Lord, that is filled with confusion and chaos, dear God. In our immorality, dear Lord, we need your spirit, oh God. We need your word, oh Lord. We need you, Jesus, oh God, to get a hold of us, Lord, and strengthen, oh God, Strengthen our hands, oh Lord. Lift up, dear God, the heads that hang low, dear God. Lord, strengthen the feeble knees, oh Lord. Help us, Lord, 
to stand on your word, dear God. Oh, Lord, in these last and evil days, we want you, Lord. We want more of you, Lord. We choose you, Lord. Tonight, Lord, we choose you above everything else. Almighty God. Oh, Lord, you are what's best for us. You are what's best for us, dear God. We believe in you and your word. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name.